Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Positive Politics, where together we will tackle all of the crazy events occurring in our political atmosphere and consider how we can address these events and change our country for the better. So, today I will be discussing two major events that happened this month, Trump's acquittal and the State of the Union address. Now, you guys may feel like talking about impeachment and the State of the Union at this stage on February 18th is so old because it was covered so extensively in the past. But you know, then I was actually reluctant to give my thoughts on these matters immediately after they happened because it was so polarizing and dramatic. And it is easy to, you know, get in your feelings and give an immediate emotional reaction. And that is exactly what I feel a lot of the people in the media on both sides did. And don't get me wrong, I understand that they had to give their immediate opinions. Like, it's their job. You can't, like, expect CNN to wait five days, digest what happened, and then tell the public. But what I'm saying is that I think their opinions now on these matters could actually be different than how they were then. Because with matters like these, I think it is important to mull over it for a couple of days and, you know, sit back and truly think about the effects of these events listen to all sides of the case, and then truly come to an opinion. And since this was really bizarre two weeks, I just wanted to really sit back and think about what happened before giving my take to you guys. So, on February 6th, 2020, the United States Senate acquitted presidential Donald J. Trump from the charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. And now, this comes after the Senate voted to block witnesses such as John Bolton from testifying. And the days leading up to this date, the White House was making claims that there would be a bipartisan vote to acquit the president. You know, which would show that the government is on the same page, that the president is innocent, and the whole entire thing was a sham. And in fact, there was bipartisanship, but not the one Trump was calling for. Yes, Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, the 2012 presidential nominee for the Republican Party, turned against his own party and voted to convict President Trump on abuse of power. Just think about how crazy that is for a second. The man who was once the leader of his party voted to convict the current leader of his party. That's truly something. See, in a time when things are so polarized and impeachment has become so partisan, it does truly warm my heart to see people like Mitt Romney have the courage to do what he actually thinks is right. He knew this was not politically prudent, that Trump is going to condemn him, that he may even lose his next election over this. But he put all of that to the side to fulfill his obligation to this country. And that, in my opinion, is impressive. That, in my opinion, was exactly how our founding fathers wanted us, and specifically the senators, to act during impeachment. See, he stated in his explanation speech, quote, You see, I support a great deal of what the president has done. I voted with him 80% of the time. But my promise before God to apply impartial justice required that I put my personal feelings and political biases aside. Were I to ignore the evidence that has been presented and disregard what I believe my oath and the Constitution demands of me for the sake of a partisan end, it would, I fear, expose my character to history's rebuke and censor 
of my own conscience. And I've seen a lot of people on the right look at this and actually get mad about how seriously Mitt Romney is taking his oath and his pledge to office. They were like, why isn't Mitt being a team player? Some people were describing him to be pretentious. They're saying like, look, Mitt, we know you're an amazing person. Stop shoving that down in our face. But isn't that actually a good thing? How seriously he's taking this? That someone making this consequential decision is not acting like a normal citizen and letting his emotions, his or her emotions, take the best of him. And actually thinking things through. And I guess the fact that we don't appreciate that anymore, I guess, is indicative of the state of our country right now. I guess we don't want people that are virtuous, kind, and respectful in office. We're just looking for the extreme partisans that will destroy the other side to push their agenda. I guess that's it. But aren't we blessed to have someone like Mitt Romney in the office who cares about his job and does care about impartial justice? In such a serious times like these, where the president is being accused of doing the things he did, don't we need strong, impartial people like Romney? Wouldn't we want our senators to stay up till 3 a.m. in the morning, looking through all of the evidence instead of knowing how they're going to vote from the beginning? Have we lost all respect in the foundational principles of our institutions? You see, the courage of Mitt Romney exposes two things to me. One, it gives me hope that there are members in Washington that actually want to improve our country and fulfill their obligations to the Constitution. That there are those people that will put country over party. Conscience over allegiance. But how much he got celebrated by the media in the last couple of days also exposed another thing to me. How he is one of the, or if not the only member of Congress who is probably acting like this. Like, guys, we should not be applauding Mitt Romney for doing his job. For actually looking through the evidence and doing what he thinks is right. But because Washington has become so corrupt and partisan, people like Mitt Romney are standing up for just being a normal senator. For just doing what the Founding Fathers wanted him to do. Guess that shows how much we've regressed as a country. And another thing, while I sincerely and deeply appreciate those who are emphatically praising Mitt Romney, because that is the character that we need to be applauding, that is the character that should be the set the example for all of us to follow. I also want to go a step further and challenge those people appreciating and praising Romney. You know, the people who truly believe that our members in Congress should be thinking about the country over themselves, who are saying that right now we just need to come together and heal. Well then, whether it is in your local, state, or national election, I challenge you guys to vote on November 3rd for a candidate that upholds that virtue. Instead of being so focused on your party and voting for an extreme partisan, even though they may have terrible personalities and uh, a low temperament and wants to constantly demonize the other side, why don't we actually walk the walk and consider crossing party lines to vote for someone for their attempts at bringing the country together? You guys claim to be so fed up with partisanship. Well, then, if you're a Republican, consider voting for a moderate Democrat instead of an extreme Republican. And if you're a Democrat, consider voting for a moderate Republican instead of an extreme Democrat. 
We have voiced our opinions with words, right? So let's not do it with our votes. But nevertheless, Romney's courage is in fact a shining star in the sea of darkness going on right now. Every senator should have acted with the courage of Mitt Romney and put their government position ahead of their partisan motives. And to be honest, I hope every single one of them did. And Mitt Romney even said in his speech that he thinks every single one of his colleagues acted with that impartial justice. And if they did, and that is the way the voting came out, then so be it. At least they did their jobs. But underlying that, if we, the people, do not value people that take that office, take impartial justice, and take their government position so seriously, then people like Romney will slowly start to disappear. And we will be the reason why. And let's shift gears a bit. Let's go two days before the acquittal. Where we saw some extreme partisanship in the State of the Union address. From the very beginning, Trump comes and then shakes everyone ha- everybody's hand. And we think it's all good. Then in front of everybody, he refuses to shake Nancy Pelosi's hand. And I mean, some people are saying that Trump did not see her hand, which I guess could be true. But nevertheless, it's bad optics. And then you have Trump actually start off with a lot of the uncontroversial things that's going in the, on in the country right now. He's saying amazing things about the economy, how unemployment is at an all-time low, how disabled American unemployment is at an all-time low. And surprisingly, none of the Democrats are clapping. Now, given the partisan climate right now, you guys probably are not surprised. But in the past... Everybody would clap for the good things that happened. And then for the controversial things, it'd become more partisan. And like even last year, the Democrats gave Trump a standing ovation at times. So no, this is not normal. And now when you have Trump saying just basic good things about America right now, the Democrats are looking so angry. Like, come on. How can you complain about unemployment being at a record low for all demographics? Like, I know they were mad about the other parts of this speech, and, but like, still, I don't know. That just bothers me. When things are going good in, the, in your, the country, we should all be appreciating it. But then, end, at the end, as the president is giving his closing remarks, Speaker Pelosi starts ripping apart his State of the Union speech in front of the camera. And that also makes me so disappointed. Because for the first couple of years of Trump's presidency... Speaker Pelosi portrayed herself as being mature and not willing to stoop down to the president's pettiness and partisanship and still try to keep the narrative focused on trying what on focusing on what they can do and achieve together for the betterment of our country. Well, that showing right there just lost all of that ethos. They just showed by doing that the Democrats that they're also joining the Republicans in losing their interest in bringing the country together. They just completely weakened the message of those presidential candidates who are promising to heal our country. Like, honestly, now how can they even blame Trump for dividing the country when they are also purposely doing it now? But we as a population are so caught up in this partisanship that Republicans applauded Trump 
for refusing to shake Pelosi's hand. And Democrats applauded Pelosi for ripping up the papers. Like, that's the craziest part to me. We actually loved all this nonsense. Trump's base loved what he did. The liberal base loved what Pelosi did. Well, to those people on both sides who are applauding this blatant disrespect, I hope you know that by applauding this, you are just emboldening this childish behavior. Like, is this all just a big joke to you guys? Do you, we not care about classiness and character and decency and respect from our leaders anymore? I guess if you guys do not start valuing those who care about their positions and want to do the right thing and want to serve all people and put personal differences aside, then do not start complaining when things do not go our way in the elections. That's it for today. I'll see you next time.